Welcome back to Agent Investor, inspiring stories of active agents investing in real estate and building passive income. In a business where potential deals are all around you, why not leverage your skills to invest for yourself, your family, and your future? And now, let's jump into the latest episode of Agent Investor. Very excited to bring a guy on the podcast who won't get out of my own Facebook newsfeed. Grant Wise, what's going on, brother? <laughs> How's it going? Why man? do that's, I see you? Why do I see you? Why do I see you every single day? That's probably because I pay, I pay to make sure that you see me every single day that are getting sick of seeing my face, but uh, I'm going to keep showing up. Nice. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me, but you know what's funny is I clicked on one of your ads and somebody wrote that into the comment section, something along the lines of like, why does this effing guy keep showing up in my newsfeed? Like, I can't get him out of it. Um, Dude, I've, uh, I've been a pro in a lot of public settings. Uh, you know, we've, we've spent book ads a and it's really interesting now, pretty much I, I get approached, but probably the, the, the funniest time I was in a gym at like 6am in a hotel in San Francisco. And this dude that's like six foot five, like 280 pounds walks in and is like, taps me on the shoulder. Hey, are you Grant Wise? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what's up, man? He's like, man, I'm so sick of seeing your freaking face in my Facebook newsfeed. I was like, all right, well, you know, don't, don't kill me or anything, but <laughs> sorry. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Cause we like, you know, for me, I'm a real estate investor. I spend a lot of money on generating seller leads and all of the other means of generating seller leads don't seem to get people this angry for some reason. I don't know what it is. I mean, people get angry when you cold call them or when you mail them, but for some reason, Facebook seems to lend itself to people getting extra angry. It does, man. Look, this is our place. This is our home. This is where people spend literally hours every single day trying to like escape whatever it is that's going on in life. And when you come in and spam them, like it, it is interesting to see the interaction. If, if you, if you're, if you're like just looking for something fun to do and you don't want to leave your couch, like grab a glass of wine and scroll all of my Facebook ads yeah. and you, you will just laugh like laugh yourself to sleep because <laughs> people do get so mad because so, they just don't want to be spammed, right? There's so much BS out there. Yeah. There's so much fake out there and, uh, you know, people are tired of it. So, so the, anytime that somebody shows up in my newsfeed that much, I say, this person's got to have a good business. I've got to figure out a way to get face to face with them. And so after, um, you know, you kept coming up, I said, who is this guy? I did some research. So, your kind of claim to fame is Facebook marketing, right? Right. That's 100%. That's what built our company for sure. Cool. And so, you know, to give everybody a little bit of background, um, you know, about kind of what we do and, you know, why I brought you on. So, you know, the, the goal of, of teaching on this podcast is to, to train people how to generate. Part of it is to train people on how to get motivated seller leads. And in today's market, Facebook is one of the best ways to do that because of the fact of how much time people are spending on Facebook on a day-to-day basis. And I don't know the exact statistic, but, you know, I, I read something like, you know, people are on Facebook, like on average, like 30 to 40 minutes a day, but I feel like it's even much more than that. I mean, what, what has your experience been with that? 
It's a lot more than that. Yeah, I like, think so too. That probably average like when you're counting, you know, the grandmothers who go on once a week or something like that. Well, like actually it's kind of changed, you know, yep. we've, uh, we, as uh, I think Gary Vaynerchuk says, we're living through the youthification of our society. Yeah. And you've seen a lot of the younger generation move to different platforms. You, you got grandma that's hanging out like four hours a day playing candy crush, you know, trying to see what her grandkids are up to. So it's, uh, it is, it's, it's, it's very interesting. You know, you're seeing a lot of people that are spending a lot of time. Cause like I said, in the beginning, it's, it's kind of like an escape. I know that if I'm just sitting there, the first thing I do is I go to Facebook. I don't mm-hmm. look at email. I don't do anything else. I just check out what's going on on Facebook. Uh, it's it's fascinating. It really is. So what I say, I, I have a lot of newer people that want to break into the investing world. And the first thing they, they come to me with marketing, they say, well, should I put up banding signs? And what I say, I don't know if you're familiar with banding signs, but they're yeah. basically those ugly signs that people put up on telephone poles. We buy houses. We buy houses. And what I we say to cash. Yeah, and, and those worked 10 years ago. The problem with today is that even if you, I mean, there's problems with even getting them to stay up, but even when they do stay up, the problem is a bandit sign today can be right in front of somebody, but their face is in their phone. So they don't even see it, even if it's right in front of them. So that's why, to me, like outdoor media, for the most part, is either dead or dying. And Facebook, for sure, is one of the best platforms. So... Um, when did you start spending money or trying to figure out how to advertise on Facebook? Because I feel like it's only been recently that I've been seeing a lot of ads in general. So probably about three or four years ago now, we're in our okay. third company year. So it's years, uh, you know, I kind of just like teaching real estate agents how to use social media. And then I, I kind of started falling in love with, with Facebook and everything that was taking place and started stumbled across the ads platform and started digging into the data. And, uh, you know, I started like everybody else, just like boosting posts here, throwing money to Facebook, uh, throwing t- money to Zuck's retirement fund, you know, like just spending money at will. And then, then I started zeroing in and studying and looking at the analytics and just becoming obsessed with marketing and copy and graphics and creative and video. And, um, yeah, we, you know, so I, I went completely away from organic strategy and I went hundred percent into paid ads and just started realizing that, uh, you know, if you could figure out what your cost to acquire customer is and zero it in with Facebook ads, you can grow a multi-million dollar company like that. And that's what I did. Like, that's personally what I did. I, you know, I, I cost me 25 bucks to make my first thousand bucks on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh crap. I found an ATM machine. Yeah. And we just teach real estate agents how to do that same thing. I had a client in my office the other day, every $21 she spends on Facebook ads, she sells a, a, a property, which so is now, absurd. Now, are you talking about mainly buyer leads or seller leads or a combination of both? Both. You know, we've yeah. got a good friend of mine uh, who's actually about to help us launch a Spanish version of one of our trainings. He's uh, He flashed his $12,000 commission check the other day from a $40 Facebook ad. Sellers, not mm-hmm. buyers, sellers. Yeah. So you can do it on both. We have some insane strategies when it comes to generating motivated sellers and, uh, you know, sellers in the residential retail space. Whether you're an investor excuse me, you're an investor, you're a residential real estate agent, you're a mortgage lender, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can generate seller leads. You can generate buyer's leads. You can do whatever it is that you want. And it's great that you learn how to do both (laughs) because 
those those properties that investors are buying and, and and they're getting renters into or those condos or those apartment complexes or those multifamily like whatever you're doing you need to know how to fill your properties and you need to know how to sell your properties you need to know how to uh, generate properties that people want to, to sell to you and so we have a strategy for any of those things so let's talk specifically about seller leads um, I know every market is a little bit different. Um, what are you seeing on an average cost per lead on the seller side specifically? It depends, man. Like it really depends on what strategy you're using. Cause we have a, we have an incredible strategy from a, a seller standpoint. We call fish in a barrel. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, yeah. it's, it's very easy. You just tell the story of a buyer and from an investment standpoint, you don't necessarily have to tell the story of a buyer. You just tell people what you're looking for. Like, yeah. Hey, my name is, my name is Grant. I am, you know, looking for homes in this district. Uh, you know, we're looking to pay cash for this property, three bedroom, two bath, distressed, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, mm-hmm. inside of Facebook, we call it our sniper strategy because inside of Facebook, you can literally target the house that you want to buy. You can yeah. literally target the neighborhood that you want to buy. You can target the three bedroom, two baths in the area. You can target the the homes with people that are in foreclosure, pre foreclosure. You can target people that might be uh, in 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 financial trouble. Like you can target all of those things. So if you just tell the story of what you're looking for, and you combine that with a targeted Facebook ad, it's 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 like shooting fish in a barrel. It's easy. Like it's mm-hmm. super easy. Which is why my uh, my buddy in Cali just just pulled in twelve thousand dollars in which is, which is absurd, which is why my, my, my friends in Arizona, my friends in Texas, my, my, my friends in the country are generating investment deals. St. Louis, like these are just some of those that are off the top of my head are generating investment deals like this. Uh, you're not going to send out junk mail. Like yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to absorb those costs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a place where you can market in the most modern way possible and you can reduce your marketing overhead by 90%. So what do you, what are you seeing for the ranges in the cost per lead, like on the low side and cost on the high per lead, side? Yes, it's it's we've seen people generate leads for fifty cents, and we've seen generate leads for around twenty leads for fifty dollars. The most important you guys, if you're watching this right now, to do is to reverse engineer what you're willing to pay to acquire a client. Right? Yep. It's as simple as if you're going to make $10,000 deal, how much are you willing to invest to get that deal? I could spend 4000 I could spend 8000 It all depends on the product that I'm selling. But I know that to, if I'm going to buy a client for 1000 bucks, that means that I need 10 appointments or 10 serious leads. And I know that it costs me around 100 to $130 to generate a lead. So what's, you know, it's just reverse engineering what you're willing to pay and then looking at your KPIs to see that if your Facebook ads are performing. Yeah. For motivated sellers, we see very consistently that people are anywhere between five and twenty-five dollars. It depends on the marketplace. It depends on the it depends on. But if you get those things dialed in, which we kind of have, you all day long. And then it's just understanding how many you need to generate to get a deal. Because you know, just as well as I do, not every lead is going to going to flip right now. Like, no. not every lead is going to go. We've seen that it's anywhere from one to three percent up front. On conversion, so if you generate 100 leads, you close three deals. Uh, yeah. We've seen that it's around 66% within three to six months. But if you're like dialed in, like if you can sell, you can get a conversion up to like 15% on your on your leads, and you know you can just kill it. Yeah, all yeah. of those numbers that I just mentioned are still 10% of what you're getting in mail. 
like the the cost per per lead the cost per deal is still like minimal compared to what you would be doing in traditional yeah the thing about direct mail i mean the, the problem i see with a lot of people real estate agents and investors is just that it's the lazy kind of man's way of marketing. Like you can literally go online and click a button. And because of that, it's oversaturated. So, you know, when I do a bunch of mailers, I mean, I have a mail center literally in my office where we send out, you know, 500,000 mailers a year just for me. But like, it's the highest cost per lead right now out of anything that I'm doing on the seller lead side. And the only reason that I'm even utilizing mailers right now is because I basically like maxed out my Facebook, my Google, and all the other forms of marketing that get me a lower cost per lead. Interesting. That's very interesting to me. You've maxed it out in an area. You maxed it out nationwide. What do you What do you mean when you say you've maxed it out? Maxed it out in my geographic area. So I I, I have a huge marketing budget. So I ma- I maxed out kind of on you know I'm spending a ton a ton of money on Facebook and Google. And so I do the mailers just as, you know, to really a last resort on, on, you know, spending marketing money in my area. So that's just in Boston though. I mean, I'm limited geographically, which is kind of one of the problems that I have, um, you know, for myself personally. I got you. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I didn't necessarily know what you meant. So I was just curious. I didn't know how many offers you had out there, how many angles you had out there, how many different, uh, different types of calls to action you might've had in place. So I was just curious. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I'm always interested in trying to get my cost per lead down, you know, even lower. Um, when you're, when you're running like a Facebook ad for a motivated seller, are you, you, are you just putting out there that you want a cash offer or are you doing more of like the home valuation? Cause I know there's a bunch of different ways and that there, obviously- there's definitely some more ways. And I'm going to give you guys just like a, a free strategy here that uh, I yeah. think anybody could go use, but you can, you can do it either way. I think a lot of it comes down into how you're targeting people. Yeah. Um, some of the offers are old, like instant offers and those different types of things. They, they, they're just exhausted. Yes. Like they've been run through and run through and run through until they don't necessarily work that good anymore. So yep. I want to encourage anybody that's listening to this to stop doing an instant offer, figure out a different way to say it or figure out a different way to present it, figure out a different way to offer it. Even if you do an instant offer, call it something different because people are tired of hearing the same thing over and over and over again from different people. Okay. That's yeah. first and foremost. Uh, secondly, it comes down to the way that you're targeting people. So let's say that you target people that, uh, maybe in probate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a good one. We, we call this our sniper strategy. All you have to do is extract that data, pull that, pull that, pull that data out, which most of you already do, which is how you email, how you mail market to them, how you send them an expired or not expired, but junk mail and stuff like that. Upload that instead into Facebook as a custom audience mm-hmm. and then market content not necessarily an offer, but market content. Uh, if you can run like a native ad, that's more storytelling, that's more organic content to somebody, you're going to be able to extract an email. You're going to be able to make an offer in that copy. Uh, you're going to be able to do a lot more if you go value first. And this is the way that Facebook likes their, their advertising to be done as much more natively. So you're going to have far more success if you get really strategic data that you can target, run them to a piece of native copy, like the five things you need to know about, you know, selling your, 
and I hate not to be like blunt, but your deceased parents home or, you know, yeah. something you want to, you want a software way to present that, but, uh, or the 10 things that you must know in order to sell your parents things or blah, blah, blah. I mean, just something that's more content driven, that's more value driven, that's sincere, it's empathetic, collect an email, have a phone number, uh, you know, then you can kind of present your offers on the backside of that good article and then maybe even retarget them with a direct, Hey, do you want to know how much this, this, your home, uh, value is, or do you want to know what you could sell your home for today? It's just something like that. It's a longer process, but it's more strategic. It's the way Facebook wants it. And you're going to have far greater results. Plus you're going to build up a database that, uh, a lot of people aren't right now because they're going after that. Hey, just plug your information in and we'll see what it's worth. They're not building up a real database because people aren't putting in their real information they're just trying to get to the offer and so and that depends on how your system's set up but if you can target strategically be valuable you know provide valuable content and then make an offer on the back end of that you're going to see far greater results in in anything that you're doing for generating motivated sellers so you're talking about you know you buy the probate list you're you're uploading the addresses into facebook correct yes so, yes. so I know, you know, you do this for other people. So this, this has a strategy, let's just say, right. Mm-hmm. So you get, you get an investor that comes to you and says, you know, I want to hit probates. I like probates. I have a list. What do you then do from there? So I don't necessarily do this for everybody. Um, okay. We teach investors how to do it themselves. I see. Okay. So uh, we, we take them through a series of training that kind of just shows them how to create a custom audience. It shows them how to, uh, put in interest and demographics and behaviors so that they're targeting the right people. We show them how to craft the offer, build the landing page, put in the email sequences, all of the back-end conversion strategies. So we kind of teach the process, but it's just stepping them through that. You know, what's a landing page? How do I build it? What, what kind of emails should I write? Uh, we pre-write a lot of that material. What should I say when I call these people? What should I say when I text them? How should I find them on Facebook? Just all of that information. It's more of what we teach, not necessarily more of what we do, um, but obviously doing it for people has allowed us to find what works and what doesn't work. Uh, so what, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, um, so do you manage any marketing campaigns for people or is it, or is it more like, is it teaching or is it a combination of the both? Or? So we typically will only manage marketing for people that we've taught first. Uh, yep. we've, we found that those are just the absolute greatest people to work with. So on the front end of our business, we don't manage anybody's stuff. We just train and teach and educate. And on the back end of our business, we will do some management. Uh, we will do some, some media buying for people. We will do some ads set up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. So, um, what would you say to people kind of in general, um, that are skeptical about using Facebook as a marketing platform? I, I would say that your skepticism doesn't, I'm not going to cuss, matter, but like, yeah. y- this is something that you must understand about being an investor, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, that nobody gives a shit what you think, okay? Yep. And you shouldn't give a shit what you think either, right? This is, this is yeah. really something that's very important, and sorry to, to use bad language on your podcast here, but... Uh, <laughs> can, I can deal with it. Yeah. Um, nobody cares. So yeah. stop thinking about that mentality because it's flawed. Yeah. Uh, if you're 
if you're marketing your business, you should not be paying, you should not be paying attention to your own skepticisms, right? You should be doing one thing and that's listening to the marketplace. Let's take a quick break from the episode to get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors. Join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincameroncoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. The marketplace is on Facebook. The attention's on Facebook. The attention, the marketplace, the people that are making purchasing decisions, selling decisions, they're on Facebook. So take your skepticism and throw it out the window because it's keeping you in a very, very small position. It's keeping you from going big. It's keeping you from playing with the big boys, which is where you want to be. So one thing that you mentioned is that you you want people to kind of really understand Facebook marketing before getting into it. What would you say to the the agent or the investor who says, like, I'm so busy, I don't have time to learn how to do this stuff, but I, I do want to, I want it to work. I know that Facebook as a platform is good. What would you say to that? Make time. <laughs> like, make time or somebody on your staff needs to make time. Yeah. Because in two years, when, <laughs> two, three years, four years, when all the investors are playing in this space, you're going to be upset with yourself. It's, it's like what we've seen in the residential community. You know, we started this game three or four years ago, and now we're starting to see a lot of the marketplaces coming full circle and they're pissed. Like I should, I wish I would have found this three years ago. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have done this four years ago. I wish I wouldn't have waited. I've had clients that literally are on phone with us said, no, I'm not going to do this today. A year later, signed up for one of our courses, sort of made $4,000 in two weeks. It's mm-hmm. like crap. I wish I would have done this forever ago. And I think that we can all get stuck in that situation, but stop uh, stop making decisions on like your feelings, right? Listen to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was a hard lesson that I learned in business <laughs> is that you, you don't want to be so romantic about your decisions. You want to listen to what the marketplace is telling you and act and act faster than anybody else. Uh, speed is what's going to set you apart. Yeah. You might get a hundred deals before the next investor gets one from Facebook, but guess what? It's a hundred deals. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Vaynerchuk uh, said it best. He's like, back in the day, nobody made their media buy decision on whether or not it was good to invest in TV advertisement for Seinfeld based on what it was going to do two years from now. Mm-hmm. They, they went then because that's where the attention was. So part of what I'm hearing you say, you know, as of today, is you feel like, you know, Facebook as a marketing platform is kind of undervalued, right? Me, meaning, meaning... Some. Yeah, meaning that some, for sure. you can get a, a better cost per lead than other forms of marketing in general, right? 100%. So do you feel, what do you think is going to happen with Facebook? Do you think they're going to start raising their prices? Do you think people are going to start bidding? Like what, where do you see kind of the future one or two or three years out with the Facebook platform in general? So Facebook is a bidding platform, right? So if you guys are marketing to the same audiences, same time you're bidding for ad space, hundred yeah. percent cost will increase. And that's why I'm telling you, it's so important to really dial in your targeting, to know who your generic marketing audiences are, to know who your niche specific marketing audiences are, and to know who, uh, you know, your retargeting audiences are and to, to just leverage those three things aggressively. Uh, I think marketing hundred percent where marketers fail is they don't understand who they're trying to do business with. 
Mm-hmm. It's like talking about I want to do probate, prebate, or I want to or probate. Sorry, or I want to do pre foreclosure. Like there's a huge difference in those two people right there. Mm-hmm. Understanding the niche, understanding who you want to do business with, understanding what type of investing you want to do is paramount to the success of any marketing campaign. And when you understand that, then you understand what type of people you're marketing to. Then you you're, you're eight steps ahead of the the next investor behind you that's trying to figure out Facebook ads, it's just going out and boosting a post to the people that like their page, like. It, understanding the targeting side of this is what will set you apart. Understand who you're trying to do business with is what will set you apart, set you apart and keep your cost per lead low. Mm-hmm. So why I can from day one to, to now still get uh, leads under $3 because I consistently evolve my audience. I consistently know who I'm trying to do business with when everybody else doesn't. So now when you're talking about generating these, you know, sub $3 leads, are these leads that you're processing for yourself or for, for clients of yours? Uh, I'm seeing it all across the board. Like I'm seeing it for my business, which is teaching education, providing uh, Facebook training to investors, real estate agents, mortgage. Oh, so you're talking about. And then three- I'm seeing it as well in retail. I'm seeing it as real estate investors. I'm seeing it with mortgage people. I'm seeing it in their businesses too. So I'm seeing it across the board. Yeah. So you're saying even leads for your own business, you're getting sub $3. Yeah. Which that is, that is insane. I mean, that's, that's ridiculously low because I know the space. I mean, you're a tar- you're not exactly targeting the same person I am, but in some ways there's some, some overlapsing. I mean, I'm probably at 10, 11, 12 at least. And that was working to get that. So, yeah. so sub three is, I mean, that's phenomenal. Um, on the buyer lead side for real estate agents, um, how, how, what feedback are you getting from agents versus like a Zillow lead versus the quality of a Zillow lead per se, or a realtor.com lead versus a Facebook lead? So there's, there's a few things, right? So when Zillow passes you a lead, in a lot of cases, they also pass two or three other agents, the same lead. Yeah. That's, that's an important distinction. When you go out and generate a lead on Facebook, that is yours. That is your work. That's your media. That's your information. Yeah. And when you're feeding that information into a database, and you would be amazed at how many of these real estate agents don't have databases. Uh, no, I've got I've got a hundred and fifty <laughs> person real estate brokerage, and wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're build. It allows you to build your own media, right? Mm-hmm. So. If you stop paying rent to Zillow, they stop sending you leads. Yes. Facebook, if you stop paying rent to Facebook, they stop showing your ads, right? Yeah. But through that process, you're building media. Now, if you look at companies like Apple and Starbucks and GM and, and just all these major brands, what have they done? If you look at Floyd Mayweather, if you look at Conor McGregor, like if you look at anybody right now that's big, playing Branding. big, selling big, they've, they've branded themselves excellently, but they've built media they built names, email addresses, phone numbers, addresses, like any type of information they could. They curated that data. It's the only reason we're able to market on Facebook is because they aggregated that media, that data. You should be doing that same thing in your business. You, like agents will walk in my doors. They've got no database. Mm-hmm. And in six months, they've got 4,000 people listening to what they say every single day. So what's the difference between like the, the data you're like what's the difference between the Zillow lead and the Facebook lead though, in, in terms of that? I, I, I don't know. What are you doing with a Zillow lead at the end of the day? It could be a good lead. What right. are you doing to curate it? Yeah. What are you doing to nurture it? What are you doing to follow up with it? Cause I can go generate a thousand Facebook leads today, but if I do nothing on the back end of it, it doesn't matter. 
a lead is a lead is a lead is a lead is a lead. But that's that's kind that, of where I was going with it. Like in. from the from the feed from the feedback that you've gotten from from agents that you've worked with, they feel like a, a Facebook lead in general. I mean, I'm not saying exactly even, but somewhere near even uh, to a Zillow lead, a Facebook and a Zillow kind of similar. I, I've I've heard it all kinds of ways. You know, we hear yeah. all kinds of stuff. We've got yeah. a, a ton of students, and we hear a lot. You know, Zillow sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Uh, everybody's always looking for a new opportunity, right? They yes. come into Facebook. These are the best leads in the world. Yep. Or I've heard the agent say, yeah, it's great. You know, it's, it's, it's not that much different than Zillow or it's not that much different than Google or a lead is a lead is a lead is a lead is a lead. I think it's dependent upon the person, uh, but it's 100% dependent upon the marketing too. And we teach people to build out a niche profile. We teach people to strategically market to clients they actually want to do business with. And I would say that's probably the biggest difference is that you get to kind of control the narrative. You get that's to something, that's something I, I have not thought about because yeah, what you're saying on Zillow is you don't have the ability to figure out who's going to actually fill out that form. And that's actually, that that's a huge negative because you may not, you may get a lead from Zillow that you don't even want to work. 100%. And, and then you're paying for that. Whereas on Facebook, I mean, it is crazy how specific you can get on Facebook. I mean, Facebook scary. knows everything about you. Yes. I mean, they know how old you are. They know what your profession is. Somehow they know your net worth. They know if you own a house. There's, I mean, that part they of it, know, I don't, I don't even know. get that. Well, they buy data, you know, they okay. buy data from major companies. Everybody, you can, you can go buy data from Experian today. Like I, I didn't, so, so I didn't realize though, they're kind of like data, they're appending their own database. A hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. look at the end of the day, and this is how creepy it is. If you, if you don't want Facebook to know what you're doing, the best way to do that is to delete your account and never log back onto Facebook ever yeah. again, because you agree in the terms of service that they can listen to your conversation if your mic is on right? Just like Alexa, just like Google home, just like all those fancy devices you have, they're listening a hundred percent of the time to what you said. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that. that Why do you think that Google is putting so much money into voice uh, SEO? Now one in five searches on Google are done with voice. They're not done with typing. Yeah. Which means they have to program their algorithms to, to learn and understand what people are saying so that they can provide search feeds. Like you agree to this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, like hundred percent you, when you're logged into your computer, if you have your Facebook app open, they're scouring your, your device. Like if I've got my app open hundred percent of the time, they can log in. They see what my bank statements are like. They see what my finances are like. They see if I got a mortgage, they see all of these things, hmm. but they are also buying data because they're, yeah. they're an advertising platform because they spend so much time uh, allowing us to leverage that they're buying data every day. They're just hundred percent. They're pulling as much as they possibly can so that we can get that much more specific. Yeah. Cause I, I always, that, that absolutely would be a strategic advantage just because you can target who you want to do business with, which most people, uh, ha- have not been used to those types of niceties. It's like, I'll just take what I can get cause I need money or, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, 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 we teach people to fire clients every day in this office for sure. Yeah. So are you, are you real estate licensed? What's your background besides Facebook? I've never been licensed, never yeah. sold a house. Um, I'm like just a marketing business sales. I'm not going to say guru, but that's what I've obsessed over my entire life. I, I grew up in real estate and development. I got my start at the age of 19 with a construction company that uh, I bought from my father and succeeded and failed my ass off. Like just mm-hmm. fell flat on my face. I was bankrupt at 23 
you know, I got all my lessons were, were learned the, the hard way, but uh, that's probably what's built us to where we are now. And uh, what's helped me use my mistakes, use my failures to prevent them in other people, which is why we're, we're able to help other people grow the way we have. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in social media. I grew up in real estate and I just kind of connected the two dots and, uh, you know, became obsessed with it and started, started not sleeping and started obsessing over data and started obsessing over numbers and just became a huge nerd. And, um, you know, that's kind of how we got into it. So obviously you're, um, you know, we talked a lot about Facebook as a, you know, a, a great platform to use. Do you recommend any other platforms or is it in your I, opinion? I recommend that you pay attention to where your marketplace is at. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody that I did business was with was, was on Snapchat, I wouldn't be talking about Facebook right now. I'd be talking about Snapchat. Mm-hmm. If I'm marketing to middle-aged women, I'm marketing on Instagram every day. Like pay attention to where the people are. Who are you trying to do business with? That's first and foremost. That's why it's so important to know that. And where are they? If they were still watching TV, I'd be marketing it on TV and I'd be talking about TV advertising right now. Like yeah. it's, it's just pay attention to who you want to do business with and figure out where they are. And so my customers are on Facebook and their customers are on Facebook. That's why I'm talking to you about it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that YouTube is a great platform. We've, uh, we've, we've come a long way and some of the research that we've done and some of the things that we're implementing with Google display network. I think that Instagram is a great platform, but I think at the end of the day, you just have to pay attention to where your customers are and you need to go where you can grab their attention. Mm, Absolutely. So what is working with you look like in general? Say that somebody's on the podcast right now and they're like, well, you know, this guy uh, really knows what he's talking about. I want to, you know, get more information. What, what is the process? Yeah, hundred percent. So you guys, you can follow me at realestatemarketinguniversity.education. And uh, when you jump on that platform, you'll see a series of ways that, uh, that you guys can work with me, uh, different courses that we teach. If you're specifically wanting to learn Facebook ads, and I highly, highly, highly encourage you to, to jump on it right now. We have uh, a couple of courses. We have Modern Agent Mastery, which is a real estate residential real estate agents course. We'll teach you everything you need to know about Facebook and the best ads you can put in place and the best strategies you can implement now. And then October 1st, 2017, we'll actually be launching Modern Investing Mastery. I've been approached by investor after investor over the last couple of years begging for Facebook ads for investors. And so we're launching that course. We're incredibly pumped. We've got a lot of people that are standing in line ready to, to, to join the club there uh, to learn how to find deals through Facebook. Uh, it's not a, I'm not going to teach you how to invest in real estate. That's not what that is. It's just teaching you how to find deals on Facebook, teaching how to leverage Facebook ads in your investing business. When do you think that will be launched? We're going to launch that October 1st, 2017. So we're, we're about 60 days away, uh, you know, as we sit here today. And uh, we're super, super pumped about that and, and what's going on there and the people that have lined up to, uh, to, to take advantage of that. Uh, incredibly, incredibly pumped. Uh, teaching you how to how to find deals on Facebook, like it's as simple as that. How to shop probate, how to look for renters, how to fill up your rentals, how to to, to sell out your multi multifamilies, how to anything you can think of from an investment standpoint. We've been researching this for a long time now, and crafting offers, and testing, and tweaking, and developing marketing campaigns. So the landing pages, the the websites, the emails, the the, the call strategies, everything that you could think of that's entailed in uh, you know successfully 
marketing on Facebook, we've, we've craft, we've put it into a training so that investors can understand how to get deals so that they can go away from traditional junk mail, bandit signs, uh, you know, anything that you can think of from a traditional standpoint and, and investing investment marketing and, uh, and bring your business on Facebook. Do you have a, a pricing structure for that yet? So our, courses most of our courses are by application only that's that's how we've done all of our stuff that's how we've grown all of our companies so we uh we don't have a, a pricing structure yeah. that uh we we necessarily detail in any of our marketing uh let's get it together we we accept about a third of the applicants that come on uh you know we're, we're not a good fit for everybody and you know everybody's not a good fit for us so we we jump on but we talk and um you know we we go over the details of the programs we go over the pricing structure we go over the value we go over our, uh, scholarships that we might have available and and uh, that's kind of how we work cool um any kind of parting words for for people take action yeah. Like whatever you're doing right now, get the hell off this podcast and go take some action. Like Absolutely. I, I gave you guys gold. Like some of the strategies are strategies we've charged literally thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars for just take action. All you have to do is implement. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I see it all the time. People, they, they go through course after course, after course, after course, and they don't, they don't do one thing. And it, I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm the biggest implementer in the world, but I, I, when I, when I see an idea that I think makes sense, I mean, I try it. I mean, I did. I got, I got friends that won't even tell me what they're doing because they know I'm going to use the information. Like I'm not the guy you get your best free info to because I'm yeah. going to actually use it. Yeah. 99% of people aren't like that. So if my parting word is don't be the 99%, like just do it. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for, for coming on today. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for joining. Um, we will be back. Anybody that wants to get more information about learning how to work more as a real estate investor, go to www.realestateinvestingiseasy.com. I'm Tom Caffarella. Thanks for listening to Agent Investor. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other agents and reviewing the show on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. To get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors, join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincameroncoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. And stay tuned for the next episode of Agent Investor.